You are listening to us, Unscripted Stories, brought to you by Northwestern University's Multicultural Student Affairs. We are recording at the traditional homelands of the people of the Council of Three Fires, the Ojibwe, Potawatomi, and Adawa, as well as the Menominee, Miami, and Ho-Chunk Nations. Hello and welcome. My name is Vishnavina Gopal. I am one of the graduate assistants working with um, MSA, the Multicultural Student Affairs Unit here at Northwestern University. I'm joined by my co-host here today, Aaron Golding. Aaron, Hello. Say, what's up? What's, what's up? up? What's up? Um, one of the assistant directors in MSA working with the Native and Indigenous population on campus. We are joined by yet another illustrious guest, Linda Luck an administrative assistant here at MSA. Linda, you want to say hi? Hi. Um, so, yeah, should we get into it, Aaron? Let's get into it. Linda, can you um, tell us what's your role here and where can we find you? Sure. Um, my, my role here at Multicultural Student Affairs is I'm an administrative assistant in the office. Um, I'm located at the Temporary Black House at 1856 Orrington. Where is home for you? Home is Chicagoland. Um, I grew up in the city of Chicago and went to Chicago Public School and then um, went to different state schools. Um, but home is Chicagoland. My family's uh, in Chicago and currently I reside in the suburb of Chicago. Can you tell us a little bit about um, what led you to this particular position and um, why you were interested in a role in higher education? Sure. Um as I said, I went to local s- state school. So um, after graduating from Lane Tech, one of the CPS schools in Chicago, I went to Northern Illinois University for my undergrad. Um, I was a very involved um, student on campus, and I was a part of the PETA community on campus. And I had a lot. Of, I had the opportunity to work with a lot wonderful advisors who kind of showed me what the what student affairs is and really helped me explore that profession. Um, I was also an RA, and that also gave me opportunity to see what the work is like um, for student affairs professionals. Um, after, after graduating from NIU, I pursued a master's degree in higher education at University of Illinois at Urbana-Champaign. Um, that was a wonderful experience. They were they are just about to open their new Asian American Cultural Center when I was there. That's awesome. Yeah, so I was there for the fr- for two years as a graduate student and during my first year we were preparing for the grand opening and then the second year I was there um, the building was open and operational so I really got the opportunity to see uh, the development of a new space the policy creation um, hiring of student staff the programming that goes involved so it was a really great experience working there and I stayed there um, for another year after I graduated from my program. Very cool. That's yeah. Awesome. Yeah, that's really cool. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you were involved both as an undergraduate and a graduate, like heavily involved, mm-hmm. right? Was there a difference in your experience between those kind of two points in your life or how you were experiencing those separate institutions? Yeah, so as an undergrad, I was involved as a students. Um, there wasn't a lot of resources for APETA students at that time, so I was also an activist. So advocating for more resources and after I graduated they opened their own Asian American Center there. Um, and I was I attended the grand opening and was really excited to see so many resources there now. Uh, and as a graduate student I was more of an administrator um, where I advise students and supported students. So more of a professional in training when I was at at URUC. So 
why were you looking for this particular kind of role here and maybe what led you to this position at Northwestern? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, after um, leaving Urbana, I was looking for opportunity to come back to Chicago. So um, that, where my family is. So I wanted to be close to the family. Um, I applied for a position at the University of Chicago where they're opening their multicultural center. <laughs> so as you can see, a lot of centers opening. Um, so it really aligned with my experience, the opening of a new center. And they really liked that experience that I had at the Asian American Cultural Center. So I worked at the University of Chicago as a student center manager and as in different roles for about seven years. And there I really enjoy working with a broader community with multicultural students and not just APITA students. And I also had the opportunity to um, program and do a lot of different things. So I really enjoy working with the community, doing programming, supporting students. And um, after spending about seven years there, I decided to take some time off to do some, um, to, uh, I was a new mother, so I uh, took some time off to become a stay-at-home mom for a little bit. And then um, when I was ready to get back to work, I explored different um different positions and different nonprofit organizations, but I realized that working in a higher education environment is what I really enjoy and really strive in. Mm -hmm. Yes, and so this role came about, the administrative assistant role. So same thing, like being able to manage facilities um, and then supervising students, a lot of experience I already had. And I really, when I was looking for a job, I was really looking for a place where their values align with my own values and this position really speak to that as well. talk a little bit about the role here and how working with students um, kind of lives into your values and what you were looking for when you came to Northwestern. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote my current role, um, I work, I supervise a team of students, a team of 20 students, about 20. Um, and, and what I really like about that is um, a lot of times this position here as an office assistant is their first prof- like professional work role. Mm-hmm. So um being opportunity to provide some guidance and um, helping them develop their um, skill sets and also um, using their strengths and to supporting the work that we do at MSA. Um, and I also have the responsibility of doing some of the marketing and um, marketing with social media, with our website in this role. And that really speaks to my experience as an undergrad, as a corporate communication major and a minor in journalism. So I really like that I am able to use those skills and bring those skills that do this role. Yeah. Everywhere, it seems like everywhere that Linda goes, a new center like starts <laughs> or like gets like, like altered, gets shifted, gets expanded. I was thinking the same Black thing. House about to happen, yes. right? Right. Mm-hmm. Like what? What? What's going to happen next? <laughs> now that you're here, yeah. you have that going on. Yeah. It's like there's a year where Linda's there, and then the change starts to happen. <laughs> right. Like, um, do we talk about? Like, we I don't think we've gotten into like kind of what sorts of. Or I guess we have talked about what sorts of experiences you've had mm-hmm. um, that have kind of led you to want to be back in this kind of environment. But yeah, I'm thinking, what is it about like college and this time in someone's yeah. life that um, you're I guess, attracted to, right? You Mm -hmm. pursued a Mm -hmm. graduate degree in higher education, right? So what is it about this time of life that draws you in? Mm -hmm. Um, I think I really love being at a college environment. There's so much things we get to experience, Mm -hmm. like a lot of wonderful speakers that come to campus, uh, some of the, like, performances and music and 
um, all the cultural shows that the students put up. Like, I just love being in this learning environment where these opportunities are present. Um, and then as an undergrad, I was um, really supported by advisors in, like, in the student organization, but also, like, I was involved with um, an organization called MASU, which is the Midwest Asian American Student yeah. Union. Yeah, yeah. And I was... Um, they had a wonderful board of advisors who are all student affairs professionals, and I was able to um, kind of consult with them about the field, and a lot of them just kind of took me under their wing and mentored me about uh, the work that we do. Um, and one of them ended up to be my supervisor at, um, at URUC, so that connection really helped. Um, so just those, um, those involvement really guided me to work at the um, multicultural environment and supporting um, multicultural work and also just marginalized communities. Do you see your role, given that you had a lot of mentors that were helping you along the way, do you see that as part of your function here too? Um, I would uh, like to see myself as a mentor, but I think it's, it's the relationships that I'm do, still developing. Mm-hmm. That takes a while too, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Yeah. How, how long have you been here? Now? Yes, I've just I've been here almost a year, so I'll be a year in September. Coming up on that anniversary. Yes. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> so, anything else that you want to say? Anything on your mind? Yeah, I'm really excited about this bot- podcast. <laughs> I, I'm really excited about. Um, I think our students are excited. Um, my, specifically, our office assistants yeah. are really excited about. Uh, the opportunity to engage, uh, work with this podcast. I think this is a great medium for us to explore and really looking forward to this um, upcoming academic year and the work that we get to do together. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Great. yeah I think so too. We haven't really talked about on here what kind of the next level is for this podcast and, and kind of what we're thinking about. Um, can you talk a little bit about what you're thinking about as far as like OA's involvement in the podcast? Mm. Yes, we have a wonderful a team wonderful of office assistant and a lot of them work on different projects and I checked in with them before they leave left for the academic year and say hey are there any interests in working on podcasting and at least about six of them express interest in different roles so we I think we established like an editor a producer and someone could um the interviewer and a lot of them ex- express interest in doing that so I think they want to develop their skill sets also for us to um, have that support system as we launch this new podcast. Um, just hearing stories, I think it'll be very, uh, this is a great way to hear some stories of like students' experiences, their immigration stories, being first-generation students. I think this is just a great tool for us to kind of um, share some of those stories. Yeah, we're excited about it too. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Cool. Yeah, we'll keep. We have we have a lot of ideas in the wings. I think for this, so stay with us. Um, it's an exciting time. Yeah, and if you're interested in in joining, or we're really interested in storytelling and and having students um, think about stories they might want to share. So keep an eye out on our website or our um, social media Feeds, handles. Everything, everything yeah. to um, kind of get stay involved and figure out ways that you can get involved in this podcast. For sure. Cool. Shout out to the OA. Shout out to Linda. Mm-hmm. Thank you for joining us today. Yes, thank, thank you, you for Linda. having me. Mm-hmm. We'll Absolutely. Be seeing y'all soon. Thank you for listening to us, Unscripted Stories. You could find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Spotify. Support for this podcast is provided by Joe Scaletti, Emma Salem, Sydney Hastings-Smith, Saeed Resco, Alex Mana, 
Austin Gardner, Rafael Contreras, Juliet Sparza, with support from Vishnu Venagopal, Linda Luck, and Aaron Golden. Subscribe to hear more from us.